Welcome to Lumarx's Spot, brought to you by yours truly, Lumarx, bringing sanity and common sense back to America. Today let's talk about the squad, stupidity and hate times four. The squad, as they've come to be known on Capitol Hill, consists of four congresswomen. Representatives Ilhan Omar of Minnesota, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, known as AOC, of New York, Rashida Tlaib of Michigan, and Ayanna Presley of Massachusetts, and have not only been the focus of intense scrutiny and criticism from former President Trump and the Republicans, but they've even sparked House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and other Democrats in their insane and fanatical drive to move the Democratic Party leftward to the extreme. These four far-left-wing Congresswomen, known as the Squad, have repeatedly raised eyebrows since bursting onto the political scene with descriptions of America's garbage, defund the police, anti-Semitic tweets, and odd musings on the calming effect of the Holocaust. Constantly they have rattled fellow Democrats and clashed with party leaders by hurling charges of racism and blaming the U.S. for provoking terrorism. Exactly who and what are the members of the so-called squad? Well, let's meet Congresswoman Alexandria Cortez, known as AOC. She's undoubtedly the most stupid and ignorant of the hateful four. She actually said there's scientific consensus that the lives of children are going to be very difficult. And it does lead young people to have a legitimate question. Is it okay to still have children, she said? You know how people say there's no such thing as a dumb question? Well, AOC just proved them wrong. But wait, there's more. Much, much more. Another AOC big idea? A 70 cent top income tax rate. Probably doesn't matter, but it's a good idea or whether it would work. The point is that it's an insane, envy-driven, economically idiotic idea that Looney Cambridge liberals really love. What could possibly go wrong? Well, all AOC can. She is to be charitable, lightly informed. Actually, she's an idiot. Her public statements in which she has communicated an almost spotless lack of understanding about things like what Congress does, how a bill becomes law, the relationship between Israel and a Palestinian statelet, the federal budget, and much more. She has no idea. Ocasio-Cortez describes herself as a socialist, a declaration mitigated somewhat by the fact that she doesn't seem to know what the word socialist means. She is a reflexive practitioner of identity politics, immediately suggesting that any criticism of her is racist or sexist or both. And she is an unapologetic authoritarian threatening to abuse congressional subpoena powers to retaliate against Donald Trump Jr. and others for posting something or anything mean about her that she considers on Twitter. Insane. She is also an avowed socialist, a practitioner of identity politics and social media bully. And a moron and a liar to boot. AOC is the gift that keeps on giving. She wants doing away with the police and ICE, but that isn't enough for her. She wants to do away with the whole Homeland Department of Homeland Security. The idea of abolishing the Department of Homeland Security is moronic, stupid, naive, and dumb. Should the U.S. really shut down the agency in charge of air transportation security so hijackers on with box cutters or bombs and board planes? Do Americans want our borders to be left unprotected against illegal aliens, traffickers, drugs, and terrorists? Would America be safer or more free without capabilities like disaster emergency services, terrorism prevention fusion centers, biological warfare defense, the Coast Guard, 
programs to stop domestic deployment of weapons of mass destruction and protection services for government facilities. All these are actually homeland security functions, and good old AOC wants to do away with them. If Ms. Ocasio-Cortez doesn't believe the department is needed to keep America safe, Fox News Channel's Martha McConnell last week said the Congresswoman should talk to the Democratic Chairman of the House Homeland Security Intelligence Committee. She should also talk to the police department in the city she represents. The New York Police Department, or Keller, the Department of Homeland Security, has helped foil terrorist plots against the Big Apple. If AOC remained intent on abolishing the police department, I suggest she visit with constituents who lost a loved one on 9-11. Ask if they believe Homeland Security should be abolished so that other American families might suffer the pain they have. But she's just too stupid, too hateful, and simply does not care. There's nothing she can say that makes her look good. But the incident shows that the draft of the Green New Deal she issued in February wasn't an aberration. It was normal for her to do stupid things like that. That's the draft with references to cow farts, unspecified constraints on commercial air travel, and a collection of left-wing nostrums to transform America into a new Venezuela. A chief of staff told the truth last week. The Green New Deal isn't mainly about climate, it's about making America socialist. And that's the truth. Ocasio-Cortez is not a serious legislator, but an unusually shallow poser, a product of social media culture. She offers slogans cribbed from the latest socialist bull sessions, wild utterances that receive enthusiastic nods from woke Democrats, and looks of astonishment from much of middle America. She's also committed campaign fraud fraud. So let's add that she's a criminal to her list. We could be stupid enough to embrace her anti-science, anti-electoral agenda, and for starters, destroy our only economy via the Green New Deal. A new study by the Conservative American Action Forum puts the price tag for AOC's windmills and choo-choo's plan at an estimated $93 trillion over the next 10 years. It's an impossibility, but she's an idiot. Okay, next let's meet Ayanna Presley, Congresswoman from Massachusetts. Presley's statement at Network Nation, the Democratic Party, do not need any more black faces that don't want to be a black vote. As racist to say, one's voice is only legitimate if the person espouses some pre-approved sort of beliefs based on their race. She's one of the most racist. Our colleagues are wrong when they tell Americans, as Congresswoman Presley did just last week, that any individual seat at the table is only valuable only legitimate if that person espouses some pre-approved set of beliefs deemed appropriate on their religion or their gender or their race. When they say that, that is a racist. Ayanna Presley, after the freshman congresswoman called for continued unrest in the streets over lack of movement on police reform. Unbelievable. There needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as they're unrest in our lives, said Presley. That's incitement. Massachusetts Republican Party Chairman Jim Lyons said, it's easy to see how Presley comments earn widespread condemnation from conservatives and mainstream America, and said the Congresswoman ought to explain exactly what she means. But she means exactly what she says, which is what's dangerous. 
Maybe the congresswoman isn't aware of what is happening in Portland and Chicago. Maybe she forgot what happened in Boston with the looting and rioting and the violence. Maybe she ought to be more thoughtful of what she has to say. This kind of outrageous rhetoric has to stop. These folks, the four, the Democrats, want to divide America. Republicans want the United. She wants Boston to resemble Portland or Chicago. A bigotry and violence is unwelcome here in America, as far as I'm concerned. I'm sure you are too. Okay, now let's meet Michigan Democrat Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib. In a podcast interview in May, Ms. Tlaib provides her take on the Holocaust. There's always kind of a calming feeling, I tell folks, when I think of the Holocaust and the tragedy of the Holocaust. The fact that it was my ancestors, Palestinians, who lost their land and some lost their lives, their livelihood, the human dignity, their existence in many ways, have been wiped out in some people's passports, she said. Insanity. And just all of it was in the name of trying to create a safe haven for Jews. Post the Holocaust, post the tragedy, the prosecution of Jews across the world at that time. And I love the fact that it was my ancestors that provided that right in many ways but they did it in a way that took their human dignity away and was forced on them. Unbelievable. She got hammered for that. And then she responded by appearing on NBC's Late Night and called their critics racist idiots. The comments are anti-Semitic and revisionist history to the max. Tlaib announced at a very public event her intent regarding the president. We're going to impeach the motherfucker. It's the new low in the cesspool of human relations we call politics. And to not acknowledge that is indirectly to condone it, especially since Tlaib is from Detroit, and more especially since she defended her comments by saying that's how people in her city speak. That's a new low. We say colorful things in interesting ways, she told WDIV-TV. Uh, no, we don't, Tlaib. Calling someone a mother effer isn't colorful, it's profane, it's not interesting, it's lazy, it's ignorant, and it's hateful. And it's not really how many of us want the rest of the country to build your vocabulary in Detroit or anywhere else in America. Now let's meet Ilhan Omar, the congresswoman from Minnesota, who is a refugee from Somalia and the most racist, hateful, and evil of the four members of the squad. Her family fled that war-torn, poverty-stricken, crime-infested hellhole of a country and arrived in New York in 1992. Since then, Omar has taken advantage of all the greatness that the United States has to offer. She was given asylum in the U.S. in 1995, became a citizen in 2000, graduated college in 2011, was gainfully employed as a nutrition educator until 2013, and then she began getting involved in politics by working on campaigns in 2012. 2016, Omar, the Somali refugee, ran and was elected to the United States Congress. What a great success story. If anyone should love America and everything that it stands for, it should be Ilhan Omar, right? But no, Omar and her squad hate America. Omar happens to hate Jews even more. And still, she detests the country that saved her from a miserable life of war, crime, and poverty. Omar also committed campaign front fraud like AOC, and went further in her criminal activities by marrying her own brother. 
to get him immigration into the United States. Those are both serious criminal felonies. Shortly after taking office in January, Omar tweeted that Israel has hypnotized the world. May Allah awaken the people and help them see the evil doings of Israel. She's psycho. The remark was widely deemed an anti-Semitic trope. Of course there is. But Ms. Omar insisted it was a legitimate critique of Israel's conduct in Gaza wars. She later accused Jewish lawmakers of having an allegiance to a foreign country for supporting Israel. She also tweeted that U.S. support was all about the Benjamins, baby. When asked what she meant, she responded, Apatki, referring to the pro prominent Israel lobby. Critics again called her words an anti-Semitic trope that Jews by political influence throughout the world. Spurred a House resolution condemning her, her rhetoric, though the bill did not name her. House Democrats eventually watered down the resolution to condemn the, all forms of hatred, including anti-Semitism and anti-Muslim discrimination. The resolution passed on a 407 to 23 vote. All of the opening votes were cast by Republicans. Every Democrat, including Omar, supported the resolution. And this refused to denounce ISIS. A month later, Omar referred to the 9-11 terrorist attacks by saying, some people did something. She said she was tired of being asked to answer for the action of Islamic terrorists. But she also resists condemning groups such as Al-Qaeda and the Islamic State. She won't condemn them. She's for them. The New York Post responded to her 9-11 remark on a front page photo of the Twin Towers engulfed in flames with the headline, Here's Your Something. 2,977 people dead by terrorism. These are the four most hateful racist and evil members of Congress and radically dangerous. The time is long overdue to vote them out of office and replace them with sane people that love America.